All right, so I guess we've given given it enough time. Um, I guess we can update people. So, because of the world tour, we kind of took a couple weeks off, um, especially because I was competing as well. So it wasn't just you know messing with our schedule. It was also just the fact that I was actually playing this time around. Um, I also got my second shot a couple of days ago. And I'm finally feeling, you know, better enough to be doing something like this. Um, there's also, so there's just been a bunch of delays for a bunch of different reasons. But today will be the final day of talking about the world tour in general. Then we'll get back to our normal stuff like the tier list, just regular topics. But the world tour has been the main topic. It's also been the main source of, you know, delays and all that. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, We'll be talking about the Northeast qualifier today, and I also kind of want to ask how everyone in here is doing. Um, hope everyone in the chat is doing well. Also, Haz, how are you doing? We'll start off with you. Oh my god, I'm good, man. It's busy season. Classic TBC comes out soon, World of Warcraft. Hey, you already know what it is. Uh, <laughs> towards any though. Uh, I'm just, dude, I'm so excited i started playing dead by daylight again too i love that game it's so toxic it's great um and obviously smash i couldn't be more excited like locals are starting to come up back in like safe capacities and all that good stuff so it's like life is starting again man it feels so good so thanks for asking me hey chat i hope i sound good today too let me know if i need to adjust my volume again but i think we're good yeah me and has are always cursed with the audio so hopefully we're good audio and hey, man, last weekend was good for, I think, all of us. Great viewing experience, and congrats, obviously, to Tweak, too. So it's great, you. great freaking tournament, man. It was a way to end this Wi-Fi era, so to speak. How you doing, Charles? Doing good. Uh, I've actually, I haven't played too much Smash um, throughout this quarantine, but, I don't know, Smash World Tour kind of motivating me, and our internet got a little bit more consistent, so I'm playing a little bit more Wi-Fi here and there. Um, Larry came over the other day that was really fun um we played so starting to play a little bit more offline you know super fun getting ledge trapped by larry offline and <laughs> getting gimped over and over but it was an experience and i mean just hanging out always hanging out is really fun um and yeah i mean smash world tour was a blast congrats on winning good shit Thank um you. Whew. the uh the matches were really fun the com the com it felt so good to be on the mic it it really felt like a like a finale um to all the qualifiers so i don't know it was, it was super sick i think the order that vgbc did it very well executed and all that so yeah how you doing marcus i'm good you know <laughs> we've been chilling been chilling um i haven't been playing much wi-fi i did insert world tour i got cooked though <laughs> it was brutal um but i have started playing offline again and uh that feels great and as I was playing offline, I've just I was like, dude, I can't believe I tricked myself. Like, human mind is crazy. I was able to trick myself into thinking that I enjoy Wi-Fi. Like that that was mind-boggling. Yeah, like, I know I, what you mean. It, it is yeah. insane. Cause now I'm offline. Now that we're offline and like locals is coming back, I'm like, bro, I don't even want to like touch online. But yeah, it is good for some some practice and matchup experience. And feel practicing the right things when you go into it it's not too bad but competing too much of it man too much of it eating is not not for me online but everything's been great um i've really been enjoying sephiroth online so or offline so maybe interesting maybe. 
Interesting. I can relate. Like, I think towards the tail end of the whole Wi-Fi thing, I like was practicing a lot less Sephiroth uh, online because of the small amount I played him offline was like, screw that. I'm never doing this online stuff again. So I kind of just like stopped using Sephiroth online. I can definitely relate. At first I was like, it's okay. Like I'll just make do with it. But then like you get that small taste of like what the game, <laughs> of what the game like can be like. And you're just like, no. Dude, it's a good game. It feels so good to play it offline. Just even yeah. a little bit, man. Just hitting even some confirms or not. The thing with Wi-Fi that drives me nuts is like, you never know if it was you that dropped an input or if it was Wi-Fi sometimes. Like, did I mess up that hit confirm or was yeah. it like, did it get caught? Did the input get eaten? Like, whatever. I hate it. It's like a mystery. Like, you just never know, so. You never know the true hey, answer. Before, yeah. I was going to say, hey, before we go to our first topic, I wanted to ask how you're doing before you move on because you asked how we're all doing, so. How's it going, uh, champ? Before, before we do this, can we all shake? Yeah, I was about to say, Wadi just hit us with, like, a fat raid. <laughs> so, so we, got, we have to I think. I think has got to do it. I think okay. Tweet's got to do it. Oh, right. shakes. Oh, okay. Shakes. Oh, I was bringing it. I was bringing oh, it oh, up. Yeah. Bringing it up. No one could do it like Wadi, man. I don't Nobody know how he does it. it, it, could, it I'll, I'll, shake with, I'll shake with my vaccinated arm and my other arm. Whoa. Nice. That's nice. A, oh, the one two. The one cyborg arm. Yeah. This one this one has full Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> it's this You're one like, this one isn't quite there yet. Yeah, Wadi congrats beat. to Wadi. Wadi was one of the uh, yes. players to qualify. So yeah. great job to Wadi. Um I'm doing pretty good. Um so my second shot was scheduled to be on Saturday, which was the first day of the Northeast qualifier. And I actually just didn't show up. I prioritized the world tour and it ended up, it ended up working out because the, the right aid where I got my first shot just did walk in. So I just brought my card in. I was like, Hey, I just didn't show up on Saturday. It was Tuesday when I got my shot and they were just like, okay, that's fine. Brothers. Yeah, no, uh, I'm a no I, I did not tell them. Any, I did not tell them anything about that. And they at I first did. they like were a little confused since I didn't show up, but then like I just got it and I was good. But yeah. it knocked me out. I was in bed for a couple of days, but I'm I'm good. Uh, but yeah, it's like that top player privilege when you go to get the vaccine is like, do you know who I am? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I can't miss my pools for this. <laughs> the CDC's like, what? Oh, I know I'm like what? two days. I'm like two or three days late, but you'll let it slide, right? <laughs> right it's just like it's just like registering for an event it's like the same thing they yeah <laughs> showing oh, up good. the day of but yeah i'm pretty good um but yeah there, there's definitely a lot to talk about with the the northeast qualifier thank you wadi for the raid um yeah where do we even start uh it was That's a like long it's a long question. long weekend from my perspective i will share my screen i have the bracket up do we want to so? start? We want to talk about? We want to talk about syrup? We can definitely sure. talk about syrup. I think that's the biggest. Uh, I think syrup turned the most heads. Sure. Team Hato representing him and myself yeah. late in the bracket. That's up. Absolutely. Um. So we see here syrup's run. Right here. Oh, so had to be cake. Do, do we do southeast? Oh, we should talk about that too. Oh, we could, definitely, uh, we could also talk about Southeast, yeah. 
Yeah, we dipped into that a little bit. I said I started playing Ryu a little bit because yeah. of Vendetta, and then I, I dropped mean, him I, immediately. I was just, just wondering not... if we had an episode about. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I think we. I think we skipped it. You're right. Someone yeah. was getting a vaccine. I feel like. I feel like there's another reason, but either way, yeah, I'll open that up real quick. Let me see. Yeah, so we can we can talk about all East Coast uh, brackets essentially, right? So both North and Southeast. Uh, I definitely think. Uh, did you guys want to do Southeast first, or does it matter? Uh, we got the notes on the Northeast. Let's jump in there first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, syrup, you know, taking out cake in the uh, winners round one. Then definitely in uh, winners quarter starting to get a lot harder. Um, was able to defeat Ned. I I think this matchup is uh favored Sephiroth, but I think on Wi-Fi, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot different. It, yeah. It's, it's a lot different on Wi-Fi. Um. <laughs> But nonetheless, like, still really good stuff to Syrup, right? Uh, I will say Syrup's, like, punish game is very that impressive. That choice is mm -hmm. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Movement, and, like, movement and punish game, so, so good, dude. Like, just incredible. Yeah, you're dying, right, you're dying at 20%. That, yeah, and this is something that Send is already really good at, right? So the, the fact that we're seeing this and we're being impressed by it, like, yeah. I'm not saying that Syrup's movement or punish game is better than Send's, but like the fact that we're impressed, like the, the, the bar is very high. Exactly, right? yeah. So a uh, very impressive uh, performance by Syrup, and just like how long he's been playing the game and how young is he, uh, young he is is uh, absolutely wild. Uh, defeated Wadi 3-0, which is uh, very impressive. I, I, so Wadi did go pit, and, like no, it. yeah, like no Rob. Um, I don't know. If, like at this at this point, you're qualified, right? Yeah, there's some. Okay, that's when some of the weird stuff happens because they like don't know if they want to try or not. <laughs> right, right. Because so, I mean, I definitely could have been a very different set. I don't. I'm not saying like Wadi would have one if you went rob but i don't think it would have been a 3-0 if wadi went rob for sure um but you know nonetheless syrup moves on and oh man this matchup this matchup is very good for ness in my opinion uh ness bowser i can see yeah, it i think that messes heavies up uh this the punish game is crazy and then yeah just and then in grand finals tweet came through losers and you know Game four, game five, really close sets. Uh, and I know, you know, Gavin, you said this is a matchup that you struggle a lot with, uh, more so online. So yeah. um, <clears throat> definitely, I mean, just still still very impressive showing, though. Um, taking games, even for sure. taking you to game five here. Like, that's very impressive. In turn, like, even, like, you just got to keep in mind when Syrup started playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like... You know, the combos he, he was doing, too, he was adjusting per character, too. It's not like he only had mm -hmm. crazy punish game for one character. Like, he knew his stuff. So, just really crazy yeah. run. Uh, the bottom line is he got second. He, he only lost a tweak. That's it. Twice. That's it. That's yeah. the only losses that he had. That is just ridiculous. Just, the kid is insane. You and he's definitely one of those people that, and this list just keeps growing, I feel like, after Smash World Tour, but people will look out for when, when online, or offline comes back for, like, for free. You would have never guessed this outcome a week a week prior to the event. Yeah. No. I, I yeah. thought for sure he would make, like, top 16 or something like that, but, like, second is insane. Like, I've yeah. played with him before, and he's really good. Um, yeah. And I already knew his punish game was really crazy, but to have the the mental fortitude to go through a bracket yeah. at such a young age, when like 
the the stakes are really high is what's what's really surprising to me. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that'll translate offline too, because the nerves are a little different. Obviously, they still exist, but you're kind of in your own room, like doing your own thing, like playing. Like there's no crowd, there's no commentators, yeah, all that stuff. Like is whatever. So it'll be, it's definitely, man, I guess that's a whole nother point too. Like obviously online's different for literally the way the game functions and plays, but there's also a whole nother aspect of traveling and getting the sleep and it's environment. just so much, the environment. So the crowd, again, commentary, all that stuff is just, there's so much to keep track of when you play. I can't wait to see it, man. I'm so excited to come back. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And it's in uh, New Jersey, right? So mm -hmm. y'all might end up at the same locals. You never know. Oh, yeah, me and him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, yeah weekly. probably. Um, for me, in, in combination with the Punish game, what I saw from a lot of, um, you know, not just like me playing him personally, uh, just in other matches, the stuff like double jump reads were really crazy in the midst of all of his like advantage state and combos. He would all, always catch someone trying to slip away to reset and always just like kill them earlier for it with like a back air like every pk fire he was always ready for that double jump it was it was really interesting he was just sniping people out of the air constantly that, that was my favorite part for sure he's just a he's a threat all over the place man he just is you gotta be so scared of him which is wild so yeah, yeah he did great he, he crushed it obviously so congrats mm -hmm. to to syrup as well See what he does in the next phase is going to be insane too, the offline portion, so or whatever's happening there. Can we talk about Armadillo though? The Lucario yeah. that got fourth place? Lucario. This I was saying that the whole time. Like, I wasn't streaming, so. Uh, I was. I was with B the whole weekend. Like, she was just like supporting me and like we were chatting throughout the, the, the matches and whatnot. And I kept saying, like, this Lucario is still in it. And he would keep winning set after set after set. And I'm like, Armadillo's at 17th place with Lucario. Oh my god, Lucar Lucario's at 13th place. Lucario's at 9th place. Lucario's at 7th. Lucario qualified. And it just never, it just kept getting better and better. Did he win so, any of those games that he went Pyra and Mithra? That was my yes, question. He it, did. I think he did. Probably, so, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. so uh, <laughs> what's interesting is, again, this is really weird. I also play with that person pretty frequently, um, and Lucario Lucario Minmin is unwinnable. So, so generally he ends up going Power Mithra, and it's really good. So, I figured a lot of times if if the matchup wasn't looking right, which is when I saw Ike Lucario, that sounds awful. That he would that probably pull out, horrible. probably Jeez. pull out Pyro Mithra, um, and I think. Lucario is Lucario's a little better. The character's been out longer, much more practice on it, knows a lot more situations. Yeah, um, natural. But with Aegis being new, he is one of the better ones that I've I've played against for sure. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's good to see him having some success in bracket with that character. Let's um, can you go back to the bracket? And I know obviously some of this is going to be replayed for audio only. So looking at his run, he three one Pokey Lamb, which is crazy. Yes. Villager player for sure. And then he had one, two, three, four game fives in a row. <laughs> four game fives in a row that he won three, two. Combo Lucario ages. Uh, one over Ned, one over Quid. Obviously, an incredible player. Man. This Man, run Raven is. Raven King. This run is this the most impressive run. run to me in the whole event. It still is. Um, 
How do you pronounce his name? Pokey Lamb. Pokey Lamb into Raven King into Amante, the Yoshi that was going hard the whole event. Into Quid, into Ned. Uh and then there's more after that. I think Riddles. Into yeah. Riddles. Game five with Riddles. Like yeah, what a another game five. What a, game five. Yeah, five game fives in a row. Like what a run. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we said this too offline or off air before, but that's like the most Lucario thing you could do. Yeah. Right? Like you just keep you just keep going. Like the longer the set goes, the more powerful you get. Like yeah, exactly. just channel channel their inner character right there. And yeah, I know riddles. A lot of people will say, like, oh yeah, like of course when you're Lucario in that situation, like you're gonna win or you have the advantage because it's game five, you're at 150, your opponent's at like forty, and like, you know, they're they're winning, but like not really, right? Like one dare in the side B, you lose. One back air, you lose, right? But like, in my opinion, it's very impressive to get to that point with Lucario. Like, yeah, to even take those first two stocks is pretty hard because Lucario doesn't have like the neutral B confirms he used to have, where it was just like guaranteed. Like I hit you with the charge neutral B, you're done. It, it's like you do get some stuff, but they're the punishes are a lot lighter in this game, and they're more like kind of reset based. I feel I could be completely wrong, but that's what it feels like to me comparatively to Smash Four. Um, so it's like even just watching and commentating Armadillo's run, he was able to sink those backers, able to sink those. Um, you know those uh, smash attacks, and it's a hard thing to do. Back air is a very like slow move, so the the yeah. fact that he was able to like find those openings and get those stocks and like even get it to that point in the match where his character can thrive was very impressive. Yeah, I think in that last set against Riddles, chat point is I you might open that one up, up, Charles, a little bit. The Riddles against yeah, I think because I was like I feel like Lucario gets blown up by Terry. How does yeah. he live long enough to use Aura Rage? But it looks like he took right. game two. And he went pirate. Honestly, I looked at that stock icon quick. It look it looks like Samus's stock icon if you look very quickly. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was actually you see what I'm saying in her helmet yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, white girl, the helmet, all that stuff. It's there. the green, even the greens there, everything. But anyway, it's Pyramithra, obviously reverse three O. I feel like that's got to be a tough matchup for Terry anyway. Yeah, but yeah, man, being able to uh, dual characters, man, it's the future or the present, depending on how you look at it. I think the thing about Lucario versus Terry, um, there's a handful of characters that can do this versus Lucario. I think Ike is a similar one too. Um, Terry's like an even easier description because there is no like vague sense of like whether you live or die versus Terry. It's kind of like once you reach a certain point, like you die. So like, so so Lucario kind of gets percent capped for sure. So there is no there is no reaching the strongest capabilities of your character because you get percent capped um so that's what i would say um it's kind of something diddy is really strong at too which is why the lucario matchup is doable for diddy um but once lucario gets a certain amount of aura lucario does really great in neutral versus diddy because banana isn't as great as it as it is because of the projectiles and all that yeah the aura sphere getting bugged yeah being bigger it can anti-air so now yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just so big <laughs> but yeah terry than Diddy. yeah terry just kind of you know has like his his so many confirms so they're it's kind of like you know a fighting game health bar there is no like vague like am i do i live do i die like you just explode <laughs> so it, it's <laughs> definitely good from a terry perspective <clears throat> yeah it's a good way to kind of break down what 
you know, Lucario can and cannot do in terms of just, like, if he can scale during the stock, right? Like, Diddy has Z-Drop Banana, so Diddy has certain ways to end the stock early, but Diddy is also known as a character where, like, if those things don't line up, you gotta rely on the down tilt up smash or down yeah. tilt back here at, like, 140, 150, right? And that's where Lucario wants to be. Yeah. So... Um, but Terry, like you live in the 150 <laughs> against Terry. Some, that Something Terry went wrong, wrong. Yeah. yeah. He he did not hit a jab jab power dunk on you like 40% ago. Like what's going on here? Like <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> anything, dude. Yeah, I mean Terry just bulldozes character. So anyone who can take socks early is obviously a threat against Lucario. So I I think that game two is I gotta rewatch that set. Apparently I missed that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if losers was being streamed like that, but I definitely watched most of the sets that were going on. So um can we talk about so Grats Armadillo, all that stuff, incredible yes. run, obviously. Two mm-hmm. two characters, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Character specialists, uh, and uh, times two, which is awesome. Uh, Leon, I Bro. think, is the yeah. guy in the world. Leon, Leon, just this is what I said. I was watching this with B. What was this? The sentence, <laughs> the sentence I said the most while watching Leon's run was, "He just wins." I just kept screaming it over and over. I'm like, he's just winning. He just chooses to beat you like constantly the whole event. It was like so strange like it was the most bowser shit i've ever seen like bowser just doesn't care like that's how i felt um but yeah it was crazy it was just it's entertainment it's just pure entertainment not gonna lie yeah if you're not fighting it hell yeah dude it's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun to watch. not dude sweating against bowser when he's at like 150 and you're at 20 it's like this sucks this sucks so bad like he could just do a random forward smash i just die like yeah. if, if they decide to do it it's not it's on the table yeah crazy um yeah for me i thought it was really cool to see leon do so well because i see a tweet sometimes and he gets a little down about the game and like all that stuff which i don't blame him i mean Working through the Wi-Fi era, it's a like tough life. Some snags online too. Yeah, yep. And heavy, yep. Yeah, he plays the heavy lifestyle. Obviously, <laughs> it's a tough uh, life. It can backfire all like that. So it was so good to see him do well, man. I think Leon's a great kid and obviously a great player. So never want to play him in bracket ever again. But uh, that's about <laughs> it. Um, Marcus, what do you think about the uh, Bowser Minmin matchup? Bro, like, I don't is know. It, he actually has a lot to say about this. Yeah, I have no idea how Leon won. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It, it is almost impossible to get hit. Yeah. It, it is impressive. The only way he gets hit is if you commit when he does a full hop. That is it. Like, yeah. It, it is really, really, really hard for Bowser to hit him, man. And I, I. Apparently, Leon hit him a he, lot. He hit him. He hit lot. him a lot. When, when he gets hit off stage, a lot of times he can die. Because you can fully charge dragon, um, and it just auto two frames no matter like what type of two like what type of snap you go for. Yeah, you, like go for the low ride the stage snap, it'll still hit. If you go for like a far out snap, it'll still hit. Even to the point where, and this is something that a lot of people don't know, if you charge megawatt and angle it down, it'll also two frame Bowser's recovery. So like, do you see why we don't like your character like everything you're saying right now I'm like this is terrible I, what are you saying I, right now i didn't actually watch this set because i was like bro this shit's gonna be free what the buzz got this in a bag i watched I it back, yeah. after i said three i came back and the buzz was on rosa and i was like huh <laughs> you chose to go rosalino on wi-fi with instead of men what i don't understand like, yeah the buzz is making strange character choices all weekend so yeah uh I know he was definitely frustrated. I know I, I know a good amount of players are frustrated about how long it took. So I think I can give him. some info 
Marcus gave some info about the, the character head-to-head. -head. I think maybe I have some info on the player head-to-head. -head. Um, this isn't the first time the set has went down like this. I think offline, at some point, Leon has... Yeah, he's had his wins on the buzz. Like, solid yep. wins on the buzz, just like uh, this set right here. So, player thing. I think it's more so... Uh, the more interesting thing to talk about here, or the more worthwhile thing to talk about here, is the player head-to-head. -head. Um, you would never expect the buzz to... struggle that hard, but something about it, lo it looks like the buzz just needs to dig deep and figure it out. Because I, I think, you know, Leon's fearlessness and, you know, just like deleting stocks, I think I think the buzz gets overwhelmed. And it, I think it was clear throughout the whole set. I watched the whole set. I think the buzz just couldn't get his footing. And I think that's happened before, too. So I think the buzz just really has to figure it out. And that's why, like, you know, I'm not surprised to see any sort of character switch because he's just trying to figure it out, you know, in the moment. It's yeah. it's interesting because I pulled up their set history just now, at least on smashdata.gg. I, I don't know if they played at other weeklies or whatever, but current set count is 2-4, including online, including the, the set last weekend that Leon won. But initially, Leon lost 1-3. And <laughs> then, yeah, initially, the first set, Leon lost 1-3. Then he won 3-1 at Defend the North, if you guys remember that tournament. Shit show. It was wild, wild tournament for several different reasons. Uh, and then DeBuzz did the DeBuzz, and he did a comeback at Shine and beat him 1-3. So what's the set count yeah. again? Total set count is 2-4 in favor of DeBuzz. Okay, so okay. Are, I kind of retract a big amount of what I said. I didn't know it. That's like but, a, a great record, but, it's, but the sets I've seen, two, yeah, the sets I've seen Leon won were just like crazy, kind of like the, the two sets he's won were kind of just like this set we're talking about here. Just like overwhelming. It, yeah, I think it's less. I think overwhelming. I think that's a great word for it because I think it's less a DeBuzz thing and more a Leon thing. Where yeah. if he turns up one day, he beats Mars, Light, DeBuzz, anybody in this Nairo. Like he's beaten so many people in tournament. Like yeah. so many of these top top ten players. Like I think it's just a Leon thing, honestly. Um, and I think it, obviously DeBuzz is a factor. You can't say it's a you know two people are involved in a set when they play. So he's obviously a factor, but. Sometimes Leon, he just turns up, man. You can't stop that Bowser. That's what I was gonna what say. Exactly what I was gonna say. It just feels like you can't stop him. Yeah, uh, Gavin, you said you watched the set. Was Leon jumping a lot by chance? I yes. Know, a really weird question. It was. Okay, so, it was a lot of full hopping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's one thing that I I've known about DeBuzz, uh, and we we're talking about it over the weekend, and it's that he doesn't play very anti anti air heavy when he plays Min Min. Um, oh. Okay. So a lot mm. of players he struggles with tend to they like do the four hop thing and they like try to approach from this weird diagonal and just and make it ambiguous. Cover, but yeah, so he he probably didn't know how to deal with the risk reward of covering the jump, but you you just have to cover the jump because Bowser's not gonna get to you on the ground. You know what? It was probably fast, like he's pretty fast. Yeah, he it's... runs fast, but it's like grounded buttons aren't fast. If that makes sense, so like. He'll get close to you, but then he doesn't have anything with like really fast. There's like a guessing game like, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, That's like, the worst though. But yeah, but like if if you take the guess with the jump, then you get like forward air grab, forward air jab, nair into whatever. You you can't shield because of side beast. So like the guess is a lot harder if they're going full hop than if they're on the ground. I think honestly, you want to know what my take on that is like 
the buzz was probably prioritizing the reset after the jump, but Leon was so overwhelming that he didn't get the chance to reset. So the jump ins were just consistent at that point because the buzz couldn't get back to playing his game. Y'all can hear my AC. Hold on. Yeah, I know. I think it's me. I'm gonna mute my mic for a second. Chat just immediately guessed me. No, it's not me, Chat. I'm dead quiet <laughs> over here. Come on. It's head. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's my buzzsaw is on. Sorry, guys. Whoopsie. Sorry, I left it on. You guys instantly guessed me. Look, usually my issues are you can't hear me. Did it's you hear it? Oh, it was Gavin? It was, it was Gavin, yeah. Oh, okay. Stop saying it was Haz. I muted myself. I felt bad. Has muted? Has muted? My Well, my green light is always going off because I turned up the gain on my mic. Um, Ooh, fancy words. So, so yeah, yeah. Oh, I know the production words now because I get yelled enough uh, during Smash World Tour uh, for having too high of a game. More e muted, true. <laughs> dude, I still, I still think that joke's funny. E that muted is so, so funny. funny <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's impressive that Leon just has offense good enough to overwhelm the buzz. There's, I don't, I don't. There's not think, a lot of players. There's, yeah. there's like a handful of players in the history of Smash, like in terms of like in the history of like uh, Smash Brawl, um, Smash Four, and in this game that can overwhelm the buzz of defense. So I think that in itself is very impressive like impressive offense yeah it, well, it, even light man sometimes gets shut down but i get scared when light has to play to buzz because i feel like he can't get his footing in man and he's one of the best in, in the world at running people over with this character and yeah. it's like if, if he's not succeeding at that he's having a hard time in the matchup for sure yeah void had similar problems versus the buzz yeah. in, especially mm -hmm. in smash 4 um he only got like yep. one set but he was so happy when, and like i think the set he the he one time he beat tournament. the buzz, he won the tournament. Like yep. that, that, that was one of the most. It, the buzz is one of the most like gatekeeping players in terms of like it. it and if you're gonna win a tournament, you probably have to beat the buzz. Yeah, there, <laughs> like that's just like a. You know what I mean? There's He's very goated, little dude. tournaments where you don't have to beat the buzz to win. The buzz is just goaded like that. Yeah. Yes, very. Good. And you he qualified. Yeah, the buzz yeah, qualified. Yeah, he did. Congrats. Overall, the qualifiers, by the way, for anyone who didn't keep up, it was Tweak in first, Syrup in second, Leon in third, Armadillo. Well, actually, I don't know how if this is actually in order. Yeah, after that. Armadillo uh, fourth. It is? Wow, dude. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he got Wadi, fourth Lucario. Wadi in yeah. fifth, Riddles in sixth. They played a tiebreaker, actually, yeah. that Wadi won. And then DeBuzz and uh, Sharp. Sharp. Made Let's go, Sharp. Last chance qualifier. Sharp, the only New England representative making in, I gotta say. Um, just kind of that Wi-Fi power, honestly. I mean, Sharp was grind. always... He was good at yeah, the grind. That's a better way to put it, because he was always good anyway, like, before before he played online. So he just kept at it. Obviously, Mars and Light not taking online quite as seriously or is grinding quite as hard in terms of the tournament mode. But yeah, all still great players. You know, I'm super proud of the kid Sharp. Amazing, amazing play. So many... Dude, the only thing with him is, like, he's got a billion characters. Like, you can't keep up with him. I think he went Fox the other day and beat um, Jake, the Steve player. Like, what the hell? I think I saw that. I was like, why did that happen? Okay, all right. You got it, Sharp. All right, you got it. That's insane. Sure. You get the W, yeah. you got the W. I'll always say, even though, like, offline is better practice than um, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is better practice than not playing at all. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think there, it's going to... the. The PGR coming out of this time skip, this COVID time skip, it's going to be different. There's going to be a PGR. Uh, 
Well, like when offline comes back, like the, oh, the next season of PGR. I like I don't know if that's like officially announced. Probably not. But like you you know what I mean. When uh you know when offline tournaments start rolling again, I'm I'm assuming the PGR will you know have another uh like a third season. I don't even know how they're going to because they like there's two seasons of PGR like done right. But like was there a period that like kind of counted towards the third PGR? I I feel like all that you like can't even use that anymore, right? I forget where to make a, another season. Yeah. I think that would be Glitch and Frostbite were like the two tournaments that happened after Genesis? in Genesis. Because it, like the cutoff, if you remember, the cutoff was CEO Dreamland because they were like, this doesn't count for anything because they didn't want people to like risk anything, you know, traveling. Right, like, right, right, they they right. kind of shut that down. So that was the last tournament that like. I feel like happened, you almost have but to not, count not Genesis and Frostbite, right? Like, right, Genesis, Frostbite, Glitch. They were, uh, they were 14 months ago. 15 other... months ago. True, true. That, oh, is, that is a long time ago. In Evo Japan. Okay, okay, okay. True, true, true. Um, yeah, because I remember, I remember thinking about it, and T and Dark Wizzy at the time were looking like t- they were top 10, and I was like, oh, snap, we about to have new people in the top 10, and then time skip. Yep. Maybe they could do like a two point five and then like start a new three. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a little transition thingy. But like that even then that those those rankings kinda don't matter or like are already outdated even if they made them right. So Wait interesting. Wait interesting topic. We talked about all these people's runs, but we ain't talk about the person's run who won the event. <laughs> Chill out, oh, man. Okay. Chill out. Huh? I forgot. Who won the event? I forgot. Alright, alright, Tweak. Time to talk about yourself. So did, Tweak had to defeat did he call? the, uh, we t- the uh, Wait, the let's knock him ball. down a peg first. He lost first. Hold on. Let's yeah. start The the powerful yellow ball being Pac-Man. Oh my lord. This is a crazy Pac-Man. Can you um actually I mean we have no one better to talk to about this. Walk us through the set tweak like from game one to game five, like what you were thinking and how you're feeling. Okay. So let's hear it. Day one. I played against. Damn it! I had I had day one pretty memorized after Yo, after doing it. Something much um, great. I played my first match was against Ness. Ness is my personal hardest character to fight online, and um. PK Mudkip. Yeah. Let's go PK Mudkip. So and then I played Good against tag. Wario. Yeah. Then Game & Watch. So Wario Game & Watch pretty comfortable as a, from a Diddy perspective. I was ready. And then Rob. Rob is probably my favorite matchup in the game. Um, Shout out to Benny. <laughs> so yeah. that was great. So the first match, I was like, okay, Ness, that's a little weird. And then I had to do a Diddy Kong ditto with Z, um, which honestly, compared to most dittos throughout playing Smash, being like really uncomfortable, like Cloud was also always really hard. Um, Wario was always really hard. Sephiroth is really hard, but Diddy Kong, I'll do a Diddy Kong ditto. Honestly, I'm okay with it. So that was good. Then I had to play against an Almar. That's a pretty hard matchup. So I was glad to just you know just get it done and have a solid two zero. Um, the last game was pretty close. I was like at like sixty percent on my last stock, so I could have died to like a purple. Um, so it was close. Um, and then I had to play against DDD to finish off the day, which went really well. Bro, Riley is crazy. They almost qualified. They they went super yeah. far, and I was just, 
you know, I was watching them just because I already played them because it was just interesting to me because, you know, I already play with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, the matchup was just, you know, it's a hard time for DDD, so that was good. Much, much better than Olimar. <laughs> Yeah, they Shout beat to Riley. They beat. Shout out for Riley. Yeah. So the nice thing about playing a DDD was I didn't have to play against Wii Fit, which is much harder for from a Diddy Kong perspective. So yeah, congrats to them for beating numbers. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, impressive. And yeah. Well, think about that. Actually, I mean, numbers especially and Wii Fit love to hang on the ledge, and that's DDD's bread and butter. DDD loves ledge trapping, dude. So you go right to the ledge, you got actually, I don't know, man, that, that sounds like a bad draw. That's true bracket luck, you know what I mean? What are the odds? And and look at Riley went to game three uh, against a Steve earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This could have changed so much, dude. This could have yeah. been a pain in the ass for everyone. Yep. Um, crazy. Crazy. But that was day one, so day one was pretty smooth in terms of like game counts and all that for me. And then... After finishing off day one, I was projected to play Quid, which is who I was projected to play anyway. Um, like, so I had to play Quid. I knew they were a PT player just because I was told and I was pretty sure I had heard of them already. And PT versus Diddy Kong is something I'm really comfortable in. Um, and I just think Diddy Kong does really well. I've done it a bunch. I just, on paper, I kind of feel like I knew what to do. Which is, as you can tell, it went well. And I had no idea they played Pac-Man. No one told me they played Pac-Man. I didn't know they played Pac-Man. <laughs> Even on the stream when I saw their secondaries were Pac-Man, for some reason I didn't consider them switching. So when it happened, it really freaked me out. And I was really not sure what to do. Um, and game three went pretty well. It was last talk left it. From a Diddy perspective, I did as well as you could hope. Um, so here's where I would have done things differently um, after game three. I actually would have stayed Diddy and went to a better stage because FD is probably the worst stage I could have went to. And I almost won. So I think I maybe could have, things might've been a, went a little differently if I stayed Diddy and actually tried another stage first before switching characters. But I kind of panicked and went straight to my other characters. And I think, you know, Quid got the best of me from game three onwards. So there's my perspective. But yeah, I, the Pac-Man switch was really unexpected and I think it just really freaked me out. That's my, uh, I guess, you know, the main thing I'd like to say. Good, good shit, honestly. <laughs> Well, I think yeah. I think another thing to point out too is most people don't have a pocket Pac-Man. Yeah, this is a very rare situation. Like even when me and Gavin prepare for bracket, like most really good Pac-Man players like are Pac-Man mains, and yes. they're just they're just ride or die Pac-Man, which is fantastic. By the way, keep it keep it up, Pac-Man mains. Don't pocket anyone. <laughs> then you would be way harder to deal with. But um, <laughs> thank God all the Pac-Man mains just solo main him because it just makes counterpicking them like super easy mode. But yeah, I think this, this scenario is way more interesting and it's like there's way more dynamics to it, right? Because I, I from watching both Quid's PT and his Pac-Man, his PT is a lot better. I mean, maybe not a lot better. His PT is definitely better um, than his Pac-Man. I'm not saying his Pac-Man is bad by any means. Yeah. That is his main. Like, yeah. yeah like his. So it, it's just crazy because, like I said, most people just when they don't have like a secondary Pac-Man. This is the first time I've ever seen a player that has a secondary Pac-Man play at this level. So yeah, it really was impressive stuff. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. 
So I saw people also thank you for the five gifted subs. I definitely have to Yo, thank you for that. Gifts. Thank you for all the support, by the way, everyone. But so I saw people mentioning the Sephiroth game. I kind of forgot. Um, I think I was about to win by timeout and I, 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 I SD'd. Yeah. yeah. So the thing I didn't expect about Sephiroth versus Pac-Man, I actually, I hadn't done the matchup, like actually like played it before. I just kind of had a rough estimate of what to do on paper. I thought Sephiroth could get the job done. Like clearly he, he'll do better than Diddy, right? So, um, but online specifically, I it was much harder than I anticipated. I think that's a combination of Pac-Man being tough online and Sephiroth being worse online. I think it was just a rough combo. So it was just much harder work than I thought. So I was like, damn it. And then I, I think I SD'd and I was like, that was really um, frustrating. And then I went Wolf and I don't think the Wolf was ready because obviously it's been a long time since I played Wolf. So I, I definitely think it wasn't warmed up. Yeah, I definitely panicked and quit got the best of me from game three onwards for sure yeah but, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or if we just talked about it you know just on our own time but i think we've said wolf is one of the best pocket characters to have in the game just because he's such a solid top tier in in, in the meta yeah the thing is is that everybody at, at any you know mid to high level and above knows how to fight wolf really well like yeah he's one of those characters he might be the most known matchup Unless you count like Lucina, because if you know how to fight swords, you know how to fight Lucina anyway. But like, <laughs> yeah. I think Wolf, Wolf is like if you, if your Wolf isn't gonna be crushing people, it's gonna be tough. But clearly, you brought the Wolf back out. Spoiler alert, and it did work out. <laughs> yeah, in a very similar situation. Yeah, but yeah, that that set um, definitely put the pressure on, and I had to. The rest of the day was a very long, excruciating day from then onwards because I was in losers. <laughs> Uh, pretty early from a day two perspective um, but the nice thing about losing this set immediately was I got to play again after so I was thankful for that like I got to play it again immediately so I didn't have to just like soak in the loss I just you know had to get back to playing which was something I was grateful for you played uh, yeah. MJ right I played Rob. I played someone else first um, a Sonic player I forget their tag Blue Jay? Blue Jay, Blue Jay yep. yeah. Blue Jay. It's just it's like it's Blue Jay and MJ are actually so similar. That's funny. I think this matchup you're very comfortable with. I would and rather thing... do this than like Pac-Man or Ness just for oh, like absolutely. a like a Wi-Fi absolutely. character comparison. Ugh. I must choices. Pac-Man, Ness. Well, I'm just saying Sonic. like the, these are characters that give people trouble online, but from a Diddy perspective, I'd rather do Sonic. So I was ready. Yeah. It, it it went pretty well. One thing I want to, before we go to the rest of your loser bracket one, I, I really want to, like the way you broke down the way you made decisions here, I think a lot of players can learn a lot from it. So it's like, so you explained here you lost, and this is something that's like, you know, me and Gavin try to prepare everything, right? But there's some scenarios that you just don't know what's going to happen. And this is where like your own player intuition is a big deal right so here like you said you lost game three but it was last dog last hit but it was on his counter pick so yeah i love your reasoning of like okay i should have stayed game four and tried it with my counter pick yes stage i want to play on right Instead especially of because of how close it it was despite being right. su such a bad matchup on the worst possible stage but the yeah. fact that i wasn't expecting the switch 
kind of made it a lot harder for me to think it over like that other than just like right. oh no this is such a bad matchup like you know i'm panicking at like, that sense on that so i went tunneling straight to the character counter pick rather than like considering the the couple steps before that um, right and I, well i just think this is great because yeah not a lot of people are put in these scenarios right so like we i think the chat can and even just us can learn a lot for a POV of a player, right? Like, okay, maybe it doesn't always have to be a character matchup thing. Like, maybe the stage is going to give enough, like, you know, dynamic yeah. to, you know, take the match. And even here, like, the, you with Sephiroth, you SD'd on the last stock. So it's like, you could have, that same logic almost applies to the yes. steps jumping to the wolf too, right? So it's like, I, I think I, there were multiple would... scenarios here that we can learn from. I think it was clear that, um, I needed a breather and I need to think it over a little bit. And I think I was mm -hmm. so quick to, to panic to the character swaps. Um, just yeah. because it's like you said, like usually when you're preparing for a Pac-Man player, you're never expecting a switch, but here it was a switch to Pac-Man. And like I said, um, we talked about this off stream too, before we went live, like my bracket was from a Diddy Kong perspective, like pretty much worst case scenario um, in terms of my matchup spread like two Pac-Man players, all that stuff. So mm -hmm. it was hard to clearly think it over because usually from a Diddy perspective, it's like, if you have the option, just don't do it at all. So, yeah. I yeah, guess I, I, have, I, I have a question about that character switch, actually. Do you think it was more panic away from Diddy or do you think it was confidence in Sephiroth or do you think it was kind of like a combo? Like, it's because... It sounds like you made the, the decision quickly. So, do you think it was more like a gut panic um, reaction, or do you think it was like I think I could do this? I have an answer, and, and I'm gonna go try this out. It was it was definitely panic. Um, I just the Diddy Pac-Man matchup is so frustrating, and I actually this was the only game I used Sephiroth the whole event. I actually didn't want to, so it wasn't confidence in Sephiroth either. Okay. Um, I just it was tough. It was like, do I go Wolf just from past success and more experience or do i go a character i've been using more lately despite um the environment being like heavily out of my favor so right. i tried both <laughs> yeah 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 and i think that's like a natural thing to do right like yeah x didn't work like try the try the next thing try yeah the next thing but I think, like you said, I think if you just gave even yourself like a minute or two to like just chill and think about it, I think you would have been able to make these decisions. And I think that's like a really valuable lesson for just all of us, right? Like if we're ever competing or anything like that in this kind of scenario, like I think it's okay to give yourself a breather. Now, I've definitely seen players abuse that in a sense where like they take way too long. Like, oh, don't do yeah. that just to like make your opponent cold. Like, that's very grimy. But yes, I think I giving, a, <laughs> I think allotting yourself uh, a good amount of time so you don't make any like hasty or panic yeah. decisions would be is really good. I kind of so, forgot, like, looking back, uh, I kind of forgot like that it was his counter pick. FD is like definitely a stage that I wouldn't have done with, with Diddy versus Pac Man. So, you know, obviously hindsight is hindsight, but I think I would have tried Diddy with the platform stage, and if that didn't work, I would have went to Sephiroth or Wolf. I think that's what I would have tried if I had another chance. Um, uh, what's but, really interesting about it, though, is because you tried it... Uh, it helped. It helped. It, it, it did help. Run. It did help in, in the, the long in run. In the short term, you did lose that's the true. set. Yes. But if you had gone into the next set and you didn't try Sephiroth or you 
went Diddy game four, yeah, and then you went Sephiroth game five, you mm-hmm. would have known to gone Wolf to go Wolf against you. Yeah. You would have been, you might have been a little more stubborn. Like I can do this with Diddy Kong on certain stages. And, yeah. Uh, so it actually ended up working out in the long run, but it's just interesting. It was kind of like a win, more of a win than a loss, if you yeah. think of it that yeah. way. And I'm glad you mentioned that when we get to a certain point of my losers run. Um, I'll actually talk about that because after a certain point, I had a long break and I had a lot more time to think about it like we talked about. So I'll go through what my thought process was at that time. But like I said, I actually did have to immediately play after losing. So I guess we can talk about that next. Before we yeah. move on, I think I think that's like the true, like taking a loss and learning from it as soon as you can, I think is like the true top player stuff. Like, you know, good combos, execution, all that stuff is, is all really good. But taking a reverse real loss and seeing like pulling the scraps out of it. Like, what can I learn from this? Like, what can I do going forward? Because yeah. in this bracket, there are plenty of Pac-Man you could have run into and you ran into one of the campiest ones of all time. I mean, since such a good player and his game plan is so sound, it's like you run into this kind of nightmare on the other side. And like Marcus pointed out, as long as you learn from it earlier, again, this is like true bracket luck. Like you already learned something about the Pac-Man matchup. Yeah. You learned a lot about the Pac-Man matchup earlier in the day. And a lesser player could have taken that as, I lost the Pac-Man. I'm going to lose the Pac-Man again. And that's yeah. it. Like, well, what did I do wrong the first time? How do I fix this the second time? How do I do it better against, and we kind of pointed this out earlier, but that is a secondary Pac-Man that you lost to or, or pocket, whatever you want to call it. Sinji's is a Pac-Man main, like true, like he's going to go for a long time. Yeah. Every time. Yep. So easy to just throw in the towel right there and be like, like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. This is too much. And yeah, I lost the Pac-Man today. I'm just going to pack it up and call it, call it a weekend and whatever. I'll see me offline. <laughs> All that good shit. But instead, instead sucking it up and being like let's do this let's let's crack this matchup and make it work is it's not easy to do man it's really good i was i was nervous seeing you thank you, you had to go up against Sinji. i was like shit i was like this is this is gonna be tough but yeah obviously all that old tweak mentality shit get that out of here man it doesn't get much harder than losing to pac-man reverse 3 than having to play Sinji. i yeah. can't think of like a harder like mental grind test like that's up there for sure yeah but before he played sinji he had to buzz. yeah so i had to play i had to play the sonic right i had to play blue jay so three one your favor so after the game three loss uh game four actually was probably the cleanest one something happened that really helped um in terms of play style the first few games are pretty sloppy on execution but something i started doing in neutral game four really helped i know that's really vague but game four was was good um for me and then i had to play against rob mj which like i said it's my favorite matchup probably overall in in the game i know it sounds weird (laughs) but but it is um, and it went it went very very well, <clears throat> and then I, th- I think Rob's fun to fight. I think Pac Man's fun to fight. To be honest with you, sorry, I don't know if that's a weird subject to bring up right now, but I like fighting both those characters, so I kind of get it. I don't like fighting Pac Man, but <laughs> I like counterpicking him. And like from a business standpoint, like I'm fine with it, but it's not <laughs> like <laughs> it's not like enjoyable. It's 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 not enjoyable though. But I for the W and for the business, like I'll do it. Oh my god, that is, that is the best, that is like the nicest way I've heard someone say they don't like fighting Pac-Man. That, <laughs> like, that was a 10 out of 10 response, like professional right there, that was professional. It's the business dude, he gave him the business. In a business perspective, I don't mind it, 
but put, I don't enjoy it. Like, pick pick not, up not the fun. blaster and go to work, you know? Yep, yep. <laughs> put on the eye patch. Gotta, put on the put eye on patch. The patch yeah. Grab the gun, and you're good to go. Yeah. That's all you need. And I, I think the buzz was after that. Yeah. So, yep. so yes. this, this is where the was... break. After MJ was the break, I had four hours at least of a break before playing. So I ate food, I showered, I walked around my neighborhood with B. I had a lot of thinking. So here's what I was thinking about the most. I wasn't thinking about the debuzz set. Um, I wasn't even sure. I thought I was gonna play Leon here, like on paper statistically. Right, right. Like Leon was the more likely <laughs> opponent just because of seeding, debuzz as a player. On paper, debuzz wins that set. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. I wasn't, you know, just like guaranteeing it in my head and like, oh, I have to play against Leon for sure. But obviously I went through all the expectations. I was preparing myself for Debuzz and Leon. But the thing I was preparing myself the most for was, was Sinji. Um, so if we look through, oh, so if we look through um, Sinji's run, I saw Sinji beat, I think Cake, right? And I saw Sinji might have to play Mr. E. And I was I really wanted Mr. E to win this because Mr. E oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. E on paper had the best chance of beating Sinji by character matchup. So I wanted Mr. E to win so that because I also thought I had a great chance of beating Mr. E in on in a character matchup as well. Diddy Kong versus Swords. So I wanted the sword to be Pac-Man and then Diddy Kong to beat the swords. But uh, Sinji beats Mr. E pretty solidly. And then I didn't care who beat each other from Game of Watch or Pac-Man at that point. Either way, it was going to be tough. So at that point, I was just getting ready to play Sinji. Um, so yeah, that was my thought process. And then Leon does really well versus the buzz. So I played the buzz. So there's a breakdown. Oh, and I guess there's one more thing. Um, I was re I was ready to play Wario versus uh, Sinji because the wolf was really rusty, and I had to be prepared to go to time. Right. Um, I know Wario's really rusty too. I was like Wario's. I know Wario's really rusty too, but Wario. So here's here's my history with Wario. I've been playing Wario and Smash for years, like a long time. Um, I'm a Wario player at heart, you know what I mean? Like, I've been, I'm a Wario player. Like, I will confidently, I don't have to play Wario for the rest of my life to tell you that. I know how to play Wario. <laughs> I can teach anyone to play Wario, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm confident in that, and I knew I had to prepare to time out. And I was like, all right, I'll do it from a Wario perspective rather than a wolf one. A wolf one would be lasers, reflecting, I felt like maybe I was more ready to time out from a waft perspective. Um, so I warmed up the Wario a little bit in training mode. And I thought maybe on Wi-Fi, that strategy had a slightly higher success rate than a timeout wolf. Um, which might be a little more precise. While waft might be a little bit more of a lot just fucking standing there <laughs> i you know well, the, you're like jumping yeah. around from platform to platform and like camping for waft might be a little yeah. better online so that's why i tried it um 
so yeah, I, I guess you can dive more into the buzz set, but that was my thought process throughout those many hours. I had a lot to think about. The thing I like, and this is obviously the key difference between the two Pac-Man sets, obviously, aside from the two players that you're playing against, but uh, it was a complete surprise the first time. Like you were just, it was the exact opposite. You didn't have four hours. You had exactly. four seconds. You looked up and yeah. you're like, oh shit, I'm fighting Pac-Man. Literally, like, I looked up and he was Pac-Man. I was like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. And then you just kind of scrambled from like option to option to try to figure out what's going to work best. Whereas yes. this time you, and this is really, really good. And like what people should do more is look ahead of the bracket and mentally prepare uh, for player and character matchups, which you were able to yeah. do this time. The Wario was an idea and you were like, if that works great, I'm golden. If it doesn't, I'm going to go to Wolf. Yes. So you had a dedicated game plan, which is a thousand percent different than what you had going into the first set, which you could just see how, how much better it worked. And the Wolf looked a thousand percent better too. Yes. I was nervous when you went back to Wolf too, but then you, I saw I like, you had the game plan. I like mentally yeah. warmed up the Wolf just yeah. because I was so ready to play him. I wasn't yep, sure the exactly. Wario would work, but yes, for this set, these were the two characters that were happening. Wario and Wolf. Um... Basically, the both of them were the same perspective, just from a experience standpoint. Like I just, I was fully ready to just bank on my Pac-Man experience, um, rather than going with Diddy or Sephiroth, which is a newer game plan. <clears throat> so yeah. Yo, Nello with the five gift though. Thank you for the five gifted. Thank you so much. So that was one of them. Uh, Hell yeah. Back to back to the bus. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I find this set to be really interesting. I was very um, nervous from a character perspective because I was um, expecting to fight Almar with Diddy Kong, which I actually think I'm pretty strong at the matchup as a player, but on paper, Almar is usually considered to give Diddy a hard time. It's not as bad as Pac-Man, but it's a similar vibe but you know diddy has a better chance but i was worried just because it's the buzz is olimar right. but for the first game he goes min min and i was like you know like let's go nice this is a nice uh, this is a nice start just before the game even starts you know i i'm feeling good it goes really well and you can even ask B, she's not in here, but after every individual game, I would say Olimar to myself out loud. Like, you know, you're going Olimar, right? Like, I was like, all right. You you're know. trying to summon him like Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's not even that. I was just so expecting it. Like, after the first game, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm winning. But at the same time, I'm like, my reward is going to be like a really hard matchup, right? And I was like, oh, okay, damn, you're going Olimar now, right? And I saw Rosa, and I was just like, Okay, I don't know what is going through his head at all. So if anything, now I'm even more confused. I'm just like, all right, he goes Rosa, and I'm pretty sure that game went really, really well. It went really well, yeah. Yeah, um, never done that matchup in my life, but we'll take it, right? Game three was crazy. I'm pretty sure there was like a 0.001% chance of the buzz winning, and he won. <laughs> It was like a reverse three stock type of thing. It's like 17 confirms. Yeah, he just refused to die. <laughs> and then Minmin is like kind of heavy. And his yeah. battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> she needs it. She needs it. She needs it. No. What? We're going to do the Marcus. What? Huh? Wait, huh? what? She needs I, love when he, I love when he does that. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think um, 
Someone said it might have been Marcus actually who said it. DeBuzz had an interesting character pick day. Yeah. Sure. I wonder if like my guess is that you did really, really well so well game one. He was like, he knows the matchup well. He's gotta know that you guys play together all the time. So it's like I'm not gonna crack tweak at a matchup that he knows as well as playing uh, when he plays against Pink all the time. So they tried Rosa, like, let's see if this works, and it didn't work, so then he went back to Min Min. So I don't yeah. know, man. It's tough, tough to figure out his character choice. And the thing about the Min Min Game 3 win is, like, if you go through hell like that and come out on top, like, are you really going to switch now? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So after Game 3, it wasn't like, oh, he's going Olimar. I was just like, he's going Min Min. Like, yeah. that's my dad. You know, like, he had a crazy comeback. Yeah. So, you know, classic... Just go to PS2, like, don't even think about it. Just, like, let's play it out. And pretty sure that game went, you know, pretty okay. And that was that was it. You know, it did not go anything like expected in terms of characters, but I was just ready to move on. You were probably so happy. like you're I was like, pretty right, relieved. Like, especially I, I, that, especially that game two. That game two was just like, all right, that was perfect. Yeah. Because even if he decides to go Olimar, you still have so many games. I had insurance, yeah. Like, yeah, like if if he decided to go Olimar game two, and he won, and it was it's, one one, then it was already it was still like a more of a losing fight than he had to have yeah, in the first place. For sure, it was really strange. Didn't play Olimar at all during during his um main bracket run. But he, he I think Olimar he pulled it out at the end. Yeah, yeah, he started playing Olimar in LCQ. Which I don't even know if it won a game. He actually. Beat I think he. I think he beat Miles with Olimar, Actually. Oh yeah, he did. He did. He did beat Miles with uh with Olimar, Yeah. Is Olimar Last time I. That's like I wouldn't expect him to pull it out then. Let alone win with it. I would definitely expect Min Min versus Yoshi. It's kind of hard. But after we talked about the air to air thing, I guess I get it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. She, she gets hit pretty hard. She takes. I guess he's just hard. flying around the screen. Never mind. I wonder if it's one of those things where Olimar mains, it's kind of like Pikachu mains where they were like, my character's really good, but online, like they suffer so much, it's almost not even worth playing them. I wonder if it was one of those things where you're only going to do it if you feel really desperate, but I, I never thought that about Olimar. So maybe, I don't know, man, it, again, it was just a confusing weekend overall for the, the character. Choice. I guess, I guess the thing I would give it to is Min Min being added to the buzz's lineup might've just made the flow chart a bit different for character True. choices. Like, yeah. You know, that's true. If anything, this goes to show he just has a lot of faith in the character and his Min Min specifically. So, you know, it, it might just be, you know, the buzz could be looking at the long term as well. Yeah, yeah. I it could. It, it could be anything. You know, we could just be overthinking it. <laughs> he. The other yeah. thing is, the buzz does sometimes just have very different opinions from the general matchups and stuff. He might think Diddy Kong does perfectly fine versus Almar too. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. You might you just might not like the matchup for whatever reason too. Exactly. And I I wouldn't necessarily think that's like a super hot take. Like I, you I know, yeah, the matchup isn't Walmart. terrible enough for Diddy. I, to... I don't think it's like Pac-Man terrible. Yeah, like, exactly. So like there could be any sort of opinion, and I also have a lot of all more experience, so it makes up for the deficit, or at least right. my opinion that it's a deficit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that was the the buzz set. You, so you had to beat the buzz. Right into Sinji to qualify. In terms of like on paper bracket luck, it's pretty bad. But, yeah, um, on paper, yeah. this was as tough as it gets from a Diddy perspective. Yeah, yeah, but you still pulled through, which was sick. Um, mm -hmm. This set was the longest set I've ever commentated in my life. 
but it was completely <laughs> worth it. Oh, come on. I got I got John numbers against against Sinji, dude. I got you by like at least six minutes right there. You probably do. This Woo! this set was Supposed, supposedly this set is actually longer than most of those. Really? <laughs> yeah. This was thir this set was thirty eight minutes. Supposedly this is like one of like the longest sets. I didn't know that. I hate that my name is on one of those sets. But you know you know what I was telling you know what I was telling this to, to be in private after we were like relaxing after the tournament. I think it was after the whole tournament. I was sitting there like, damn it, people know the truth now about like how I play. <laughs> Because I mean, uh, you only do it when you have to. Okay, yeah, okay. I know I had to, but like, here's how it was just funny to word it like this. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, because my playstyle is like kind of like vague to the general public. Like, sometimes it looks really cool, sometimes it's kind of campy, but like, you know, like I make up for it in a lot of ways, I think. But this time it was like, no sugarcoating. Like, Gavin is just lame as hell. Like, it's. Nah, it's so funny. What I saw was they all pointed at Sinji. To be honest with you, that is like I thought I saw like eighty twenty. To be honest with you, it's like most people were saying that Sinji's lame, which I think he owns. Like he's got to know that. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're playing optimally, and it fits your character playstyle. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But like, yeah. people are gonna say that shit about you. I, mostly, <laughs> what I saw was was that. Yeah, so I think you're good. Yeah, no, no. it was just it was mostly a joke. Yeah, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty pretty interesting question. So I watched the set from start to finish. You want Wario? I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I kind of see the idea of what he's he's going for with Wario. Yeah. Uh, personally, I just would have picked Wolf and, and stuck it out. Um, yeah. But I, I understood your idea. So you go Wolf game two, you win. You go Wolf game three. He counterpicked Kalos. Fun fact, guys. You see that? Which which is awful. He didn't do his research to know that you don't lose on that stage. Okay. Well, I did the next game. Well, well, so he goes back. You lose, and you're like, oh sh. Okay. You knew you won on PS2, but it wasn't the last stage I won on. That's it the good thing. The last stage yes. You won on. So you went back, and at first, you were playing the. Okay, I'm just gonna time you out game. And at some point during the match, he took the first stock. That was the problem. You decided to just start grabbing him over and over. <laughs> like, what? What did you see that made you go? You know what? I even though dash grabs are risky in this game, and he could jump. Why did you just start grabbing him? So I guess I'll go from the beginning. Um, I'll definitely get to that. But game one with the Wario. I I pressed some buttons in training mode, but you know I what I I had no idea what was gonna actually happen. The mindset was like, all right, prepare for like a really long set, try to get some wafts. Um, I get a waft at the beginning, and I'm like, oh it's shit, looking good. All right, it was, nice. <laughs> it was looking nice. I'm back. Super nice. I I never left. All right. Um, and then I think I gauged the risk reward a little inaccurately. I tried to extend the lead instead of just going full defense and the damage just added up and all of a sudden it was even or I was losing and I was like, all right, damn it. Never landed another waft. I ended up getting timed out. So I think, you know, somewhere in the middle of that match, I gauged the risk reward a little differently, uh, a little inaccurately with um, trying to extend my lead. I think that's what it was. Game two, I go wolf. Put on the eye patch, go to work. Pretty. I don't know how long that game two was specifically. Probably at least five minutes. Um, probably at least six minutes. Um, then he goes Kalos. Uh, for those who don't know, 
I don't even know why, but this was pointed out to me by other people just over the years. I have like a ridiculous win rate on Kalos, I think. Um, it wasn't even a stage I like counterpicked people, but they counterpick it to counterpick me to it, and it just always worked out in my favor. That's what happened here. Um, so I win game three. Don't remember game two or three too specifically in terms of what happened, but I, I win. Game four, I do know I died really early for double jumping in the middle of strings um, and just didn't recover. Um, yeah. I'm not... Forward air, forward air, down yeah, air. like the forward air, like, trains. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about the down air. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And I just didn't make it back. I'm Looking back, I'm not sure if it was an actual just straight-up mistake or if the double jumps were delayed because of online. Because I do have enough Pac-Man experience to where, like, I start to question, like, how legit was that? Um, so I don't know. But, you know, obviously for next time, I have to make sure to watch my double jumps. Um, then game five, I just go to PS2. You know, I don't think about... It's more so about the head-to-head the -head than the stage at this point. Um, and I just camp really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Sounds and right. and the, the grabbing thing that Marcus was talking about, um, you know, it's like you we said, like, it's been so defensive, so not interactive. You know, I'm purely lasering and, and camping with mobility. He's purely camping with, like, the hydrant and items. Like, there, it's just, there's no Smash Brothers happening. It's just purely, like, um, you know, there's a lot of Wi-Fi abuse, all that type of stuff from, like, a Pac-Man perspective. Um, and I'm just like adapting to it like like has said like I'm kind of just like adapting to it and doing what I have to do to like have any sort of consistency in an online setting right so for me it's like playing Pac-Man's game is really hard right but uh, like for like pure defense but at least Wolf has the tools to do it and I'm gonna choose the consistency every day of the week that's the type of player I am like I'd rather not take the gambles of fighting Pac-Man up close like that because then you'll take 80% um so I just took the risk of, you know, you know, your Pac-Man has more time to abuse online, but um, it worked out. And I started grabbing more at the end because the pacing and the tempo of the game was so slow that I just started kind of testing him. Like, you know, at that mid range, it's like, you know, like if you just run up and grab them, it's like, you know, it's a big test of, you know, how on to how on your toes are you actually despite like camping so hard this whole set, right? And it, he wasn't ready for it. And I got like 40 or 50 damage at the end of the game. And then the lead was so big, it was impossible for him to win. Um, so it was, a, it was a good call, for sure. It's, it's kind of crazy, especially because we've talked about the length of, of these games so many times that there are still things that you can test on your opponent, even coming down to a game five against, you know, two really good players. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I should test, you know, test this grab thing and see how yeah. that works out. And that works out once and you're like, oh shit, did I find something, you know, uh, and then you keep doing it. It's like, oh, yep. Well, actually, the craziest part about that first grab was it resulted in a three grabs in a row off of a tech chase. It yep. wasn't, it was, it was, it wasn't like, oh, this is working. Let me keep doing it. Mm -hmm. It was so good. It, di it didn't stop working. Like that <laughs> one, that one grab was essentially like three. Or, I think it was down it was, for a dash attack. And then you got, he, uh, he, he rolled, he tech rolled, rolled in. I grabbed him again. Mm -hmm. He tech rolled away. I down threw him again. Like, yeah. So it the damage really added up and um 
he essentially timed himself out at that point um, because there was just not enough time and he wasn't uh, pushing it to the point where it was just um, around the minute mark, I think it was um, guaranteed over Yeah, based on how he was playing and based on how big the lead was getting. <clears throat> yeah, and I think one thing that's a lot of like hyper-defensive players, you, you would think they would be better at this but i notice a lot of hyper defensive players are not good at this when they're playing like i don't know if it's just they're they're so embedded in playing that way because i'll tell you right now pac-man has the buttons to go in yeah and like you see t do it a lot i think t has the absolute best offense not even close to like other pac-mans and i think that's yeah. one of the big reasons why like what sets t apart from the other Pac-Man, because he there's like a very he will, large gap. He often like will play like the the timeout Pac-Man like Sinji does, but um, there's like more of a a balance too. The balance, um, for sure. balance to overall. And if he's losing, he knows he just goes in. It's like, like a very it's like a very comparable level of defense, right? Like we see T mm -hmm. do the same style as Sinji in terms of timeout, but um, the result, whether it actually goes to time, is different more often because. T's offense gets to the point where the player's forced to to die earlier be because the lead is so ridiculous. They have to take more risks, right? So I guess right. T getting more damage per interaction makes it look like he's more aggressive when he isn't. He's just getting more damage on his openings. Um, I think that's yeah. a big misconception. I think people... I think it's unfair to Sinji um, to say like, oh, Sinji's so lame, T is so exciting when the the core style is actually the same. Um, it's just T is a bit stronger on hit. Um, so I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Dang, right. Like you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like me, like my defense as a player is very similar, but um, on hit, it, it's like explosive. Yeah. And the thing about that too is like, because of that, there's more fear. And yeah. like, it changes the dynamic. That's why it goes to time less. T has the same intention of going to time, but the the lead gets so in his favor that the other player is forced to take risks to where they just die before it goes to time because it's just over. You know what I mean? The intention is the same. Uh, Sinji just has to draw it out a little bit more because his his advantage state isn't as strong. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <clears throat> good angle. Good approach. All right. Well, that I mean, I think everybody. And you didn't chat. give him the grab at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. We round of applause. <laughs> I was like, no. I actually, I can even give him the grab. I can actually, end. I can actually explain that uh, why I didn't do that because obviously, like, I win either way there. But I wanted the stock lead because I didn't want to see the sudden death. I wanted to see like the windscreen <laughs> because I, I, I just hate the sudden death. It's I just like. I hate the idea that they could kill me despite me winning. So I'm like, no, I, <laughs> I want both my stocks. Like, no, even though I don't even, I don't even, I don't even think the back throw would have killed, but yeah. I popped off. It, it dude. I legitimately yeah. popped off. I was like, yes, give <laughs> the grab. No, it's not happening. Yeah. I was so good on the, on commentary, not being biased. And then I, I, I just legit popped off when you did that on the mic, and I was like, oops, like, that's, yep. uh, whatever. <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. Weak bias, happen. I don't care. <laughs> but for the, the, the whole set, for the most part, but that when, when you didn't give him the grab, I, I, I had to pop off. It was like, <laughs> that was, um, 
one time I got lit up on commentary because I was talking about I won't name the player he's playing against, but it was light against someone who is notoriously defensive player. Not gonna name any names, it doesn't matter. But I was like, man, this this person's lighting me up and I'm you know I'm highlighting all the stuff light is doing and not what the other what not what the other player is doing. And I was being biased, you know, re-listening to it and stuff, and someone was like, Yeah, but that's like comparing like a very like a four hundred dollar filet mignon to like a can of tuna. You know what I mean? Like obviously you're gonna talk about the filet a little bit more. Like that is high refined offense that you're talking about. And I was like, yes and no, but that I thought that comparison was always funny. Yeah. But you gotta defensive play is really important and really, really obviously yeah. as we I, saw all throughout the bracket, it's it's so important, so that's good. Tight. I think the my set with Quid Like like Marcus said, my set with Quid like really it's not that um, it's not even that that one wolf game really helped unrust the wolf. It's just that the set in general kind of mentally unrusted, you know, my idea of wolf versus Pac-Man. So it really helped me be a bit more ready for it, um, especially online. It's a little tougher online versus Pac-Man for anyone. So um, that it it's like you said, like I it was kind of like unlucky and lucky at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely, it was definitely a, a tense set. <laughs> yeah, a lot more tense than the previous set with the buzz. The buzz was a lot more smooth sailing for me. The Sinji set was like, you know, a lot more stressful. It's funny because you look at those sets, you know, just given your character or like, uh, troubles that Pac-Man can give you. And also the way Sinji plays and, you know, he's again, a really, really solid player. Him and the buzz back to back, almost like a little bit more troublesome than the rest of the bracket that you had. You know what I mean? Like looking at the, yeah. those two players, it's the buzz first off, like he'd be anyone on any day, obviously. And Sinji, he was playing really well that day too. Sinji, he was playing incredibly. So yeah, he, he were, was making, really it, it's, it's like we talked about when he was making that losers run, you know, just for on paper's sake, I just didn't want to play him. Um, <laughs> just, just to like make my chances better. Like, for example, like with Mr. E versus Sinji, I was more so hoping for Mr. E to win. But after a certain point, you know, like I said, after he beat Mr. E, I was like, all right, if I beat the Buzz or whoever, it was either the Buzz or Leon or something like that. I was like, all right, like, I just got to accept it. I'm playing Sinji today. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, good stuff to him. Um, but yeah, after I think qualifying, I think that's what it was. I qualified. And at that point, like, I was just, I was just really comfy. <laughs> I was. Friday, I just started. Friendlies. Yeah, I just started playing the game. <laughs> yeah. It to me, it was a reminder that you're just one of those players that heats up the more you play. And I think honestly, I think that's the best way to upset a top player. Like if you're seated. Yeah. Um, to play you or Leo or Mars or, or whoever very early on, and if you get the jump on them, that's how Prodigy did it. Yeah. He woke up early, grinded the matchup a ton, played for like four hours, and he, he beat Leo obviously, and then beat them before the engine like even starts up. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a good way to do good it. Good point. I think that's where a lot of a lot of good upsets can happen. So not that they couldn't do it otherwise, but I think that's the best opportunity to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. So my next set was was Wadi and. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually I'm actually gonna mention this because I just don't care. Um, Wadi was the only person where the uh, the connection was unplayable. Uh, it was it was so bad that I was verbally complaining to B throughout the set. Um, the connection with Wadi and she could even notice it while we were playing. I don't know if Wadi is used to this or if it, our connection just coincidentally was this bad. Um, but it was unplayable. It was the only one where I would say it was unplayable the whole weekend. 
Um, I was like, wow, why now of all times? Like, why in like top eight or whatever it was? But I just, I did, I didn't say anything. I did not care enough to say anything. I just wanted to get it over with. Um, so Rob, like, like once again, it was my, it's my favorite matchup. But Rob in that type of connection is like, uh. Like he's like invincible. Yeah. You you can't win. Um, <laughs> but it, it worked out. He went Mewtwo. Uh, I like monkey flipped into a back throw at like ninety, and I actually died. I was so pissed because I couldn't move the whole match, <laughs> and I was like, I was getting pissed after the second game. Like the Wi-Fi <laughs> was getting to me. I was like, this is so stupid. Game yeah. three. I like SD at one point is so laggy. I win at this point. I just want it to be over. Like I'm just playing like mindlessly. Like this connection is so bad. I can't do anything. And then it says Mewtwo for game four, but he went me Gunner. And like, that's another character where like this connection is just, this character is uncalled for. <laughs> like, Can I please yeah. get out of here? By the time the set was over, I was just like, all right, thank God. Like there's no way anything will be worse than that. And yeah. uh Yeah. So not much, not much to say about that set other than the fact that I was just like trying to survive it. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't I playing to win or anything. It was just like trying to get out of there alive. For sure. Yeah. Dude, and you have to play Armadillo. He's playing incredibly yeah. hot coming into that set. That's yeah. scary just because like Lucario. Oh, <clears throat> Aegis game one. Let's oh, switch. no, no, no. Uh, in the Smash GG chat, he was like, oh, I meant to pick Lucario. Oh, I was I like, okay. no problem. So it was Lucario the whole time. Okay. Fair enough. And, um, yeah, so we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. Lucario does pretty good in this matchup. Um, yeah. Diddy Kong doesn't percent cap Lucario like Terry does, like we talked about. Like, he doesn't just delete Lucario's stocks before he gets too dangerous, right? He'll get relatively dangerous, but not, like, Lucario dangerous, you know what I mean? Diddy Kong, all caps. Diddy Kong has to deal with that side of lucario at least a couple times a game so it's not the easiest thing in the world that's, and what that's too many that's too many <laughs> yeah times a game. that's way too many times a game it's so scary yeah so um once Lu once aura sphere reaches a certain point it's really tough for diddy and neutral so for me it was just making sure i'm playing on stages where i can at least maneuver it which is these two stages you're seeing are Per good enough. Um, so game one, um, I think we were feeling feeling it out. Um, I died to counter like twice. Um, yep. I didn't yep. expect it, especially the last counter. I did a weak landing nair, and I exploded. And yeah, I like said, or yeah, it was like eighty or ninety, and I was like, okay, I didn't know it was like that. So <laughs> I was like, all right, let me press be a little let a little less mashy right um and then it kind of just counter too much like yeah. after game one i noticed he like just didn't really i don't know that if was it, something that was weird. i don't know if that was a me thing or a him thing or both but like obviously i was like a bit more ready for it after that i would like to think i was it was because i'm ready for it but who knows it could just be um him thinking like okay it maybe it won't work again kind of like a a, tr a trick and or then maybe he... he just kind of picked up that you were like kind of toning down on the name yeah and stuff like that you know what i mean he might he i was a lot more you know, banana i was a lot more like special focus like bananas and monkey flips after that yeah um and especially in terms of like landings 
Like it was more so like I banana first and then I press a button, kind of like insurance. But I think mm-hmm. yeah. as the set went on, like it, it convincingly got smoother for me. I I think it just got a little smoother for me as the set went on. Um, obviously in game ca- in the matches, but honestly, just throughout, the, I don't know. Around like game three or four, I think I was like playing my game really well. Plus, it was on Kalos. About you looking comfortable. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, in the comfy zone. Also, another situation where they counterpick me to Kalos and it doesn't work. Um, Kalos. I know Lucario has crazy wall jump stuff. Like Lucario didn't have to grab the ledge like a single time. That on the Kalos games, which was like really interesting. But like, I think the strengths for me on Kalos, like they usually always outweigh whatever they try to do. So just another situation where, I don't know, people just bring me to Kalos, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fine with that. Yeah. Let me be in the corner, and then monkey flip from that platform to the other platform. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it gives me the Duck Hunt vibes, low-key. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, obviously, we've, taught, we've had an episode on stage discussion. I'm not going to get super deep into it. But definitely not as bad as Smash 4 Duck Hunt. But definitely like, a, oh, I'm in like a semi-disadvantaged state here. Let me like just go over there. And if your <laughs> character doesn't have that horizontal mobility, yeah. you're not catching me. Like, Monkey Flip is faster than most of the cast, yeah. generally, if you do like the Smash Attack one. Um, Especially if you're including like beer verses and wave bounces and stuff, and giving your yes. opponent, like multiple visual cues, it, then it gets like a lot harder. I also at the same time heavily benefit from the walls too, and I think that happened throughout this set where it's like, you know, are your character benefits worth dealing with mine too? And I don't think it was. Um, yeah. I think maybe Armadillo could have went for prioritizing smaller blast zones or something, just because yeah, like, like Yoshi's yeah like, could have been an option. Like I you said, banned, you banned you banned Smashville, right? No, Smashville is really good for Diddy. I was actually willing like to take the risk. Smash? I know I banned at least Town and City. I think I might have banned. Can you see the bands here? That'd be Dude, so. Cool. I wish. I, I always think I thought you that. could. Most That'd of my so bands sick. throughout the tournament were Town and City and FD. Um, but I banned I think Town and City and FD in this set because Town and City for the blast zones and for the FD portion, and because of the going back to FD. Was because, like I said about Aurosphere reaching a certain point, it becomes really hard to deal with on Town and City and FD. So it was a mix of dealing with Aura and dealing with Aura Sphere. Um, and I was like kind of willing to feel out the other stages, even if they weren't as great for me. And Diddy yeah. Kong is actually in Ultimate specifically really good on Smashville. Um, or at least that's what a lot of Diddy players think. And, you know, I. I kind of feel it too. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like, I even went to Smashville against Ness, I think, later on, which says a lot because Ness is really yeah. good on, on PS2, Smashville. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I guess I was just thinking, like, Smashville for Lucario seems really good too because I think Diddy doesn't really threaten him that hard. You know what I mean? Like, he'll still live to those scary percentages. Exactly. He'll be able to kill you earlier. So, it, it just seems. I don't know. There's a lot of theory crafting that you can come up with Lucario that makes him a really scary it, character on paper, but it, it could have really been a amount to anything. It could have been a better risk than the Kalos gimmicks, I think. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think so too. Honestly, and, you're more likely know, to us, survive to a at least a similar percent on Smashville and Kalos from a Lucario perspective without having yeah. to deal with Diddy's strengths on Kalos too. 
If he, if he reads a uh, monkey flip and just runs back and forward smashes, you might die of 30 on smash. Yeah. You know I mean, it, it's crazy. I don't know. Maybe, like, uh, who knows, but he's going to have to get ledge trapped and edge guarded than he, more than he would on Kalos. So, I mean, there's a lot to consider, but that's how the set went. I guess at least yeah. going back to Kalos again is the most questionable thing. I guess doing it twice in a row is the questionable one. <laughs> But could be a comfort yeah. pick for him too, right? That's another thing to consider. Um, yeah, I will tell a lot of players that like some players are just really comfortable on specific stages. Now, obviously, uh, you would want to be comfortable on all the stages so you can just pick the optimal stage for yourself. But not every player has the luxury of saying that. Like some players, they're just really comfortable on specific stages, and that's on them to work on the other stages to the point where they're comfortable on all the stages. But Comfort usually trumps a lot of things. Yeah, I I could tell they were they were definitely comfortable on Kalos. They were doing a lot of crazy stuff. So it's not like it was the wrong choice, but I think maybe twice in a row is like the main yeah. thing I would at least say the most questionable thing. But yeah, it was pretty smooth set for me despite losing game one. I think like even after yeah. losing game one, it didn't feel like uh like oh shit type of feeling. It was more so like okay like be ready for counter right it, it was definitely the counter you yeah know, like because i felt like you were in the you were in the driver's seat that whole game one and then you got hit at counter like by a counter at 90 and like he was ready to get like down tilt into like you were pretty much a down tilt away from taking that first game i think and, so like, he kind of got you with the counter that's like one of those moments where like you lose you, you do the head nod and you're like yeah you got it like yeah exactly okay. it you wasn't like, like it wasn't like an oh shit like start panicking type of loss kind of like the quid loss it was more so like right at least I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And then I played Leon, which is um, <laughs> on paper more so what I was hoping for because the buzz into Sinji was sounded a lot harder than Leon into Sinji because <laughs> you're kind of fighting two of the same demons with the buzz into Sinji, like just defensive gods. And yeah, like right. that's exhausting when you're fighting for your life to qualify. <laughs> so like, yeah. and just on paper, like I said. I was expecting the buzz to win versus Leon, but I ended up fighting Leon much later right here in losers finals. And I was perfectly ready. Um, I think game one was going really well and Leon just decided to win like his other sets. I just, I just lost. And I was just sitting there like, wow, I, no. I don't even know. You you didn't lose. Leon won. That's it. There's yeah. no losers. Just Leon decided to win. That's it. Yeah. So no one can stop him when he makes that decision. I don't know why he doesn't just do it all the time. It was very beat anyone, man. Bowser fashion. Bowser fashion as in like Bowser as a character. Like I feel like that's what Bowser would do. Like if you Bowser lifestyle. Yeah. If Bowser was oh, playing yeah. as himself in Smash, like that's what he would have done to me. Like just like. <laughs> Like just kidding, I win. Like that's what it's like Mario Party. It's like Mario Party where he yeah. puts like the here's ten thousand coins, maybe. Nope, steal four of your stars. Okay. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> that's exactly what Leon is. Like Leon is just Bowser. Like yeah, so like I wasn't it wasn't the same as the Armadillo game one loss. It was a bit more frustrating. Um because it was like so clearly like what the heck? Um so I was like, alright. Also it was either Smashville or Pierce 2. And before he selected Smashville, it's like, he's going Smashville, it's Leon. Like, he will take this risk. Like, PS2 is like a more, <laughs> neut a more neutral... Oh, yeah. yeah. 
PS2 is a more neutral game. He's going to catch you more on PS2. He's going to have to catch you more. Smashville, it's like, ah, it's a smaller stage. If I catch you twice, it might kill you. Yeah, so I was was like, you know, PS2 is like a lot of more neutral players will feel you out on game one. And I was like, Leon's picking Smashville. He's just going to take the risk immediately. Um, And it worked out for him. Barely, but it did. Like, I think he was at like 150. I was at like 90. And I got... I tried to air dodge a forward air and it just hit me. I was like, wow, I really thought I'd get through. But forward air. Can we talk about how broken his forward air is? I knew you would say that. I know you hate that move. I hate that move. Are you kidding? Look at the hitboxes, dude. It hits behind him. It looks cool, man. It looks cool. It does look cool. (laughs) Your your little bit of time playing Bowser kind of helped you out in that matchup. No, no. It's more so like. I'm gonna be brutally honest about the character. Oh, yeah, took it seriously. That was true. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you were Bowser main, you remember? Oh man, I wish one of us was on commentary for that. Uh, Tweak, you know he was a Bowser main, <laughs> like Coke, like coupon. Commentary. Like last week. What are you talking about? Like what the hell? You don't remember? Tweak switched to Bowser. It was a big deal. <laughs> Tweak talks sixteen. He threatened it. Uh, I'm gonna be honest about Bowser as a character. Like he's the best heavy, but Bowser can only go so. Like he's not good. Yep. He's not bad, but he's not amazing. He's as solid as he's going to be. Um, his strengths are ridiculous. He's a lot more well-rounded, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> but I went into it just like, I'm just going to abuse the weaknesses that you can't get away from. Um, and who's who Who better to do that than Diddy Kong? <laughs> Diddy, like, Bowser may yeah. be well-rounded from a Bowser standpoint, but Diddy is well-rounded from a Smash Brothers standpoint. Like... Diddy is just so good at exploiting characters like that. You know, yeah. he's so good at just avoiding that that nonsense. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> nonsense. He could just stay. He'd be, he's like a nonsense shield. He's like, I'm just staying away from that. It's a banana, obviously. He's yeah. Like, nah, I'm not. No thanks. Nope. And like, deal with that. from my perspective, um, when it comes to characters that have like brutal strengths but like brutal weaknesses, I kind of pride my like. I kind of think I'm pretty good at like ignoring the strengths and just exploiting the weaknesses. Like I kind of just let them do their own thing. Like I'll just stand there and stare at you while you like, like mash with Terry or something. <laughs> like I'll just be like, okay, cool. <laughs> and I'll just kind of wait to like get my opening. And I think that's what I did in this set. Um, I kind of yep. just, I kind of just wait for the, my hope was to get a lot of Z drop dares on his recovery, which I didn't get as many. I did get some crazy edge guards that weren't because of Z drop there, but I did get at least one crucial Z drop there. Um, but yeah, th- honestly, that was the MVP of the whole tournament. I just Z drop there at every matchup. <laughs> That's a good option, bro. Yeah. It's very yeah, broken. You missed that one against Syrup and died for it. And oh, like, yeah. Part I, I was like, how you lost the game? And I was yeah, like, I lost for it. I, I didn't expect to die immediately after missing, for it, missing it. I was like, damn, all right. But um yeah <laughs> i realized the perfect term for it it's a forward nair because it hits like below and behind him so yeah it's like a forward nair there you go there you go the chat kind of helped me with that one actually i was reading all their suggestions forward nair that move i hate that move so much it's so stupid anyway so, sorry so game two i would just went to ps2 that's what i counterpicked that the whole term i was just like screw it like no need to put extra thought into it i think i get the first stock i'm at like 60 and i think i land like a zero to death edge guard because he double jumped so that was just like, you know, yeah. having like that much insurance insurance against a character as strong as Bowser is like, you know, you're you're in the driver's seat, right? Um, and then game three, he went to Yoshi's story. Once again, 
prioritizing Bowser's kill power, but I don't think he was fully expecting a lot of the Diddy tricks with wall stages. Um, I've been abusing those for a while now. I've been, I really practiced those at one point on Kalos and Yoshi's. It, that game went like just as well as game two, I think. And then I think after a certain point of game three, I actually think Leon gave up. I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys thought about it, but I, yeah. it's, I felt like Leon wasn't trying as hard or maybe was burnt out because, you know, we had been playing for like 10 hours at this point. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of factors there, but I think, like you said, yeah. he just chipped away at him at the matchup. But yeah. I think it's not just like Leon's not someone who just gives up. Like it was a combination of the playtime for sure, but also you're playing the matchup correctly. And it's just, yeah. Some matchups, man, it just, it's like that. We all know we played matchups like that. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm all set. He qualified too. So I think, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I think he was good. I think he was a bit burnt out. So game three went pretty similar to game two, I think. And then game four. He went hero and it felt like kind of like game three kind of just like i i qualified i'm tired like <laughs> it could be a knowledge thing too like we were talking about how you did that you know using the knowledge of pac-man he might in the future be like well maybe hero could work uh, out maybe i'll try hero it's similar yeah hero whatever yeah, yeah might, hero, hero can do well versus sitting yeah yeah for sure so maybe it was just a knowledge thing too yeah um and hero's actually a matchup i it's one of my most recent studied and practiced matchups because when I was playing against Hero online with Diddy, um, I was actually having a struggling a bit like a couple weeks ago, right before this tournament, um, because I would pull Banana in neutral while he was menuing and buffing himself up, and it was kind of backfiring. So after that first session with Hero, I was like, okay, next time I want to kind of prioritize just kind of brawling with Diddy Kong, keeping staying in in Hero's face. Kind of, you know, mashing on him like I'm Fox or Mario or something. Kind of abusing my scrappy frame data. And then pull Banana after winning neutral. Mm -hmm. um, and that started working the next time I fought Hero. And I think I used it, you know, in this match too. Like I just kind of, instead of at the start of the game pulling a Banana, I was like, alright. Prioritize dealing with Hero rather than setting myself up. Especially with balance, right? You don't want to just... Worst case scenario, you pull a banana while he pulls a bounce from the menu. It's like, what was the point? Yep. Oh, yeah, I think that's an interesting conversation. We talked about like the best comeback mechanic or whatever we wanted, DLC meter or whatever we defined it as. But what about the best like charge mechanic or best like? I think Hero might take it honestly. Like the the Celeradle menu, the yeah. menu it's got up there for sure. It's ridiculous. Like I don't think anything like charging a charge shot, getting a banana. I don't think anything competes with like. Well, suddenly I got. Boom and uh, options for boom and also uh, accelerator or whatever. Like I am just I am just better now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think anything beats that. It's crazy. That's yeah. another topic for another day. Have you guys seen damn. Heroes? Oh, Pac Man, good one. <laughs> Have you guys seen Heroes Up Tilt? That move is so good. Join us, nice. with the buffs. It's like halfway between a tilt and a smash. It's really yeah. Nice. And his forward air with Accelerado, it's like it's kind of like Bowser. It's like you know, it hits under him a bit, especially with Accelerado, where he just like keeps up with you. But yeah, that's a uh, topic for another day. <laughs> I know, dude. We would spend two hours talking about that. For yeah, sure. and then one. I guess this is the last match. Uh, I made it to yep, grand dude. finals. I'm like sitting in my chair at this point. I'm like, all right, what the heck? I I made it all I the way. Grand. I made it all the way to here. <laughs> I wasn't even sure if I would make it this far after losing in winners, so... Um... 
This set one was like smooth sailing, not gonna lie. Um, especially yeah. the first like game or two. Um, I kind of want to ask B how she felt about the, the first set was like pretty smooth sailing in Grand Finals, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I wasn't concerned past like game two. Yeah. She said she was like pretty unconcerned for the most part. Um, yeah, really comfortable. Also, yeah. check that game four stage. Oh, I counterpicked Kalos this time. <laughs> Out this game for yo Kalos though. Yeah. This is it, man. It's just over. Here's like the Mario Mario on Yoshi's, but it's you on yeah on Kalos. Like it's just a unbeatable counterpick. Basically, uh, so yeah, the set one was a completely different story from set two. Set two, I was fighting a losing battle most of the set. I think, like he was taking the first openings, the first stocks. Like he was ahead in the game count at one point. Like I was fighting for my life in set two. Um, like I said, um, so from a player perspective, Ness is probably the hardest character for me online. Obviously he's like one of the most buffed characters online, uh, statistically and just subjectively among the community. A lot of people think that. Um, I know there's like at least like seven players that qualified using Ness from the world tour so you know factually and like opinion based like this character just gets the job done online um yeah so set two starts i don't know i kind of for set two is a bit of a blur now other than the fact that i i know i was fighting was a, losing, close. a losing battle watching yeah until close. game five yeah yeah Every, it was really close until game five yeah i think game five towards the end of game five i pulled ahead yeah, because mm -hmm. I think I lost the first stock game five too. Um, but yeah, from a Diddy perspective, a lot of Diddy players tell me they really like it. They've given me a lot of advice. It's really helped. But I still feel like I'm behind in terms of how I feel about it. I still don't like it. I don't know if it's because all of my experience is online. I'm sure that's a big factor because these these Diddy players have been playing Diddy in tournaments before I could, and I'm sure they have you know. A more distributed amount of experience between offline and online so they might be able to tell bigger differences in between like what's be what is annoying because of online and what is annoying just from the matchup so right. i have a lot yeah. of i have a lot of faith that's why i did it in the first place right because i i know like diddy can do it there's a lot of great things diddy has in the matchup but i still i still just like had a have a hard time versus ness from an online standpoint, from a Diddy standpoint, but yeah, um, I always, for whatever reason, I always thought that was a tougher matchup for Diddy, but maybe it isn't. I don't know. I, I yeah. spent a lot of time thinking about that matchup, but I, just on paper, it seems like it's one that's pretty decent for Ness. I think it's pretty like close, um, yeah. but some of these Diddy players like it, like they straight up think it's like you know solid, solid advantage. So I don't know if I'll ever reach that point, but I I have some faith at least that it'll get easier. But yeah, I think, you know, once again, I credit the Z-Drop Dares. <laughs> uh, Z-Drop Dare? Yeah, MVP of the tournament. Um, yeah. Specifically Z-Drop Dare. Um, going back to the Ness I played in the beginning of the bracket, it's funny, I just that just clicked in my head. It started with fighting a Ness, it ended with fighting a Ness. Um, yeah. I was hitting a lot of more, a lot more F-Tilts for two frames at the, in my first set against Ness. Um, but this set, it was more so I was hitting the Z-Drop Dares, which is technically better. 
But the nice thing about F-Tilt in this matchup is I was catching Syrup jumping off the ledge with double jump. And if I got him off the ledge, like early in the jump, like before he got too high up, like with an F-Tilt, you're dead. You can't make it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where the Z-Drop dares are even easier. Um, some of them weren't work. Some of them barely didn't work and gave him a chance to like win some games. Um, I was just like, you know, I like I, I didn't want to blame online. I was really unsure. Like, was that because of online? Was that me? Like, it's one of those moments where like, yep. you, you don't really have time to really blame anything specifically. So you just move on. And then I think the next game, my first kill was with Z Drop Dare. So I was immediately like right back into the flow of timing things right again. Um, Wait, you said something so huge. You were like, I wasn't sure if it was online or if it was me, and then I just moved on. I think that's so fucking hard to do. Yes. Be like, not rage at Wi-Fi or at yourself, and like not get caught up. Like, just move on. Like, it's it, it doesn't matter. The point is, it doesn't matter how you got to where you are. The fact is that it happened. It's kind of like when your opponent SDs. You can sit there and like feel bad for them, or yeah. you can keep going. Like, nope, I got the momentum. I'm gonna run away with it. Like, it doesn't matter how that stock is gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's just not having not being mentally held back especially by mistakes on your own side you know it's one thing if your opponent messes up it's a little easier to run with that but when you mess up it's so easy to sit there and have that be like a mental kind of shackle yeah in your brain and and be an extra weight you have to carry throughout the set but you made it sound so easy you're like yeah so anyway that happened i moved on and i just kept going I was like, whoa, whoa hold on like there's a lot going on there like that is yeah that's a lot going on for well sure. the hardest part about that situation is do i do it less like do i try to do something else right yeah. But the nice confidence yeah, yeah, yeah. the nice confidence booster was my next kill was the same setup. So it was it was helpful, you know, that coincidentally I just landed it the next time. So like thank God for that. But going back to what you said, honestly, um for me there's so much Wi-Fi stuff that I know is because of online that's giving me a hard time that's on the table. Why add another thing to it that I'm unsure of if it's because of online or not? You know what I mean? Like, right. there's already so much nest-specific stuff that is specifically, like, giving me a hard time online. Why add more to it and start hesitating even more, right? Like, yep. I'm already fighting such a difficult losing battle. Like, I might as well just move on. Like, um, but yeah, the hardest part about here is, as you can see, Syrup wins game two and three. So it's kind of like, you know, the position I was in set one, but he's in the, the driver's seat now. So, um, you know, that game four on Smashville, I think, you know, uh, I was fighting a losing battle and then I pick up the pace at the end. Um, like, I, I think I had a really great last stock. Like, I just had a really long uh, advantage state that he just couldn't get away from. Um, and then game five was kind of similar. Um, but a little less chaotic. I guess maybe I can credit Battlefield being a bigger stage. I lose the first stock, but I bring it back. And I instead of kind of like overwhelming him with speed, I think I kind of just iced him out on this stage. But it was kind of like a similar victory, though. Like, I'm losing, and then I just pick it up. And yeah. Right. Uh, the very last interaction was an up smash out of shield because... Um, he was, uh, yeah, he was using a lot of dash tech, and I wasn't punishing it hard. I kind of let him do a couple towards the end. And then the last situation, I just tested him. I was like, if you do it here, you lose. And he did it. And yeah. that was it. Y'all ever think about how much 
we remember when we're watching people play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is really you strange had... that we'll just be like, oh, yeah, that was the time at this tournament when you did this and this happened <laughs> six years ago. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is this is what we're talking about. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Do Dude, retain stuff like does that? the opposite ever happen to you where someone's like, remember when this happened during a set like that you were playing? It's like, no, I don't like it. It's just like it's just it's like a blur, like unless it was something sick, obviously. But sometimes like I don't remember doing that. But like it happened, like I believe you would happen in a set. But I think it's weird how memory works like that. Sometimes. The, the thing I can like I can remember the most about all of my matches is kind of like the pacing and how it felt. Like, I can't, like, a lot of these matches are a blur, like, in terms of specifics, other than key moments. But yeah. I know how they felt. Like, like I said, with game four and five at the end here, I knew game four is a lot faster and chaotic, yet being a similar victory. But game five was a little bit slower and calculated. Yeah. But, like, I can't say, like, every interaction. Like, I have no idea. Right, right, right. Of course. We gotta we gotta give Young Serp a lot of credit here. Yeah. He did not let you go to Kalos. Uh, oh. <laughs> Genius. Let's and it went to Game Cyril. 5. Wow. So I'm saying. Big brain right there. Let's go, Armada. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, hell yeah, dude. What a run, Tweak. Yeah. Absolutely fucking amazing. I think we were all impressed. Chat Thank as you. well, I'm sure. Everybody watching, of course. Not an easy thing to do. Um online offline win a bracket like that so yeah nice job, right thank you it was sick <laughs> yeah it was really fun to watch all the diddy tech coming out um and it was uh even just like your character roster going through the entire tournament i think that's for a lot of tweak fans that's probably one of the cool things about being a tweak fan is you get to see a wide variety of characters uh get played by you and really just kind of see your playstyle leak through every single type of character so yeah i think it was it was really exciting to see and there was definitely it was definitely a roller coaster it wasn't like uh cruising into winner's grand finals <laughs> no in limo, you know what i'm saying it was the opposite to, yeah you have to work your way from the, the bottom pits of losers bracket wrapping it up and it was the true it was the old like just the thing it's going to be with you for, I don't know, man, for probably as long as you're competing is that your mentality, people are always going to be looking and pointing at that first thing. And when you yeah. got reverse three would by someone who is relatively unknown to a lot of people in the scene and a character Pac-Man, it's like, well, shit, he just might be out of it now, which obviously isn't true, but people are always going to just like have that bias against you. So to see you prove that that all wrong was so fucking satisfying, honestly, Thank you. Yeah. And to do it again and in, in the same matchup in a game five situation. So I, good, dude. So, I think, yeah, uh, you're, I'm glad you mentioned that. B told me um, after like it was all said and done, she was like, "Gavin, like a year ago, maybe even a little less, like wouldn't have done any of that." That's what. Oh, um, sure. That's what. Hard? That's what B told me, and that felt great because, um, like over the past, you know, during quarantine, I've dedicated like my entire life to. <laughs> to uh improving that side of me like as a person not even just as a smash player like i've been reading a bunch of sports psychology books and like just competition type stuff yeah. you know like a bunch of stuff like that like when i stream like my streams are really quiet because i'm really focusing on that side of things um for you know sometimes it was great sometimes you know i would like lose some progress you know a couple steps forward a few steps back like it was all over the place but you know there's still a lot to work on that's actually what i was saying like wrapping it up like in terms of gameplay i was super nervous um there's a lot of stuff i flubbed there's still a lot of stuff i'd like to work on as we go into offline so you know like i'm not like i don't think it was perfect at all there's a lot to work on 
Um, obviously, I got the job done, but yeah, there's still a lot to work on gameplay-wise, mentally. But I'm glad like it got the job done once again. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, man! Very satisfying to watch. So nice. I think that was actually like perfectly timed with like are the the two hours we usually do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about the southeast, but oh, you gotta know is Vendetta is a beast. Yeah, I can't believe he won. Yeah. Hey, Isan played well too. Isan played played well too, which was a little. Uh, it was good to see Cola back. Obviously, just qu- yeah, running through real quick. Sick. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby Kid is ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, um, let's go, you know. King K. Roll. Let us. Let's uh, go. Rivers King obviously. Baby. Yeah, Rivers move. Yeah, oh yeah. And qualifying was pretty uh, cool. B and I were watching Rivers's like last few sets, and we were like popping off. Nice. Yeah, that was fun to watch. We we wanted Rivers to. To, to qualify so bad, especially towards the end there. Of course. God. Especially see. as a as a as okay, someone I like grew yeah. up with, I like you know known James or Rivers for a long time. I played Diddy as well. Like I just needed to see it. <laughs> and it's so weird that he went from his real name to like his like I want to be called my tag. I was like, yeah. wait, but everyone called. I know you was James anyway. Yeah, I, I, I just think throws me off with him. I messed it up there for a second, but. He's James. I mean, dude, I do it every single time I talk about him. But anyway. <laughs> yep. Vendetta, ridiculous. Esam Cola, Yez, who's also really, really good. This region was insanely strong. Pretty stacked. By, Pretty stacked. Only yeah. by the last one in Northeast, arguably. Uh, Kirby Kid Wrath, Epic Gabe, and Rivers through last chance qualifiers. So, really nice. Really nice. great region. Yeah. So... <laughs> This is the worst time to ask this, but does anyone know how the second part works? <laughs> oh my god. Does we got it... two commentators here and someone who qualified, so uh... Yep, uh, see you guys later. We're not gonna... No, I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm honestly not too sure, man. They... Oh, is that is that the part of the surprise? I, yeah, I no, literally have no I, I idea so. what is going on, like... The the next phase is supposed. You're in phase to be two, offline. dude. You qualified. Yeah, the, it's it, but it depends. <laughs> it depends on like it's different parts of the world, right? So like every region or country or whatnot are going to have COVID rules and stuff like that. But um, the next phase, they want to have it offline. And okay. it, it just really depends on the yeah. situation. And stuff. I know it, that, but... it'll be invitational, but yeah. I know, I but are we just... Are Northeast players just playing each other again, but offline is... No, I think the... Actually, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I think sure. isn't it Northeast play Southeast and Northwest play Southwest? Wait, that would be much better. I think Gimmer's docking me and Chuck's paycheck right now is the only thing for not understanding. Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> hey, we only commented the online part so far. Offline hype, dude. Offline, That's all in yeah. that. It's offline, it's... yo. Online sure, is actually. online is way better, dude. Nice. Can <laughs> <Again, laughs> to online edition. It's all about online. I hate offline. Yeah, I think if they do combine it, granted, some people may not be able to go, and there's there's a lot of like ifs. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, that's but, that's why I'm not sure. I don't want to say anything wrong either. And be like, oh yeah, everyone's gonna be sick. Like we're all meeting up. Like, Nobody yeah, knows unless wrong. somebody knows, but we don't know. But I think that's how it goes. And if that's the case, I'm pretty sure you play rivers. Oh yeah, because first Ooh. seed and last seed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's yeah. stick let's stick with online. I prefer uh using my Wi-Fi abuse character Diddy Kong. <laughs> you know, he's yeah, just yeah. because it carries players with good reactions. I think that's lame. Yeah. Diddy is just like too good online. You know, you just can't react. Like 
Can't way wait. better. Can't way wait. better online. Can't wait for the see me online era, dude. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be <laughs> so good. Steve, Steve Baines, like see me online. See me online. See me online. Tweak only picked up Diddy Kong to abuse online. He's just gonna go back to PT offline, dude. He's just gonna go back to PT. And Mario. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, I think thank that's you. Yeah, thank you for oh, watching. Yeah. Uh, we're finally back to somewhat of a normal routine. I'm feeling a little better for my shot. Um, yeah, um, for if any of you are, are in here and have been rescheduling or have been having to deal with like Medify rescheduling, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to everything slowly but surely. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, We'll be sure to get this on Spotify and YouTube sometime within the next couple days. And uh, yeah, thank you to the crew as usual for being with me today. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out. Sure.